Welcome to the Think Bold, Be Bold podcast. Chris and Alan will be sharing unique and raw insight on what it takes to succeed. Both hosts are authors and businessmen and have been mentoring and consulting for their clients for over 50 years with their combined knowledge. So without further ado, we have an exciting show for you today. Let's get started. Hi, it's Christopher Cumbie here with Think Bold, Be Bold and my awesome co-host, Alan Witch. Alan, how are you? Hey, doing great, Chris. How about yourself? Yeah, I'm fantastic. Thank you. Uh, you know, it's a beautiful day here in Florida, along the beach, uh, along the coast, the Gulf of Mexico. And, you know, I always uh, like to reflect on, you know, what we have coming up. And, you know, today is no exception. And, and we've been blessed with the people that have come on. But this, you know, young gentleman that I uh, am going to introduce today, and usually I give the unique pleasure to Alan. But, you know, I met uh, Greg, uh, you know, couple years now uh, being at the Brian Tracy TV show and you know he first of all he's got a dynamic personality and you're going to hear that today and he's got big dreams and that's something that you know I resonate well with when I hear people going and you know what I what would we call or what Peter Diamantis would call moonshots and uh, Mm -hmm. I know Greg uh, follows Peter and uh, you know and knows Peter particularly uh, because he's also partners with uh, Nick Nanton and, and their DNA uh, agency. Um, and, you know, I'll let him talk about a, a lot of that. But today, I, I want to give a warm welcome. And, uh, you know, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, uh, a big thank you for Greg taking some time out from his big, big, bold goals that he's working on. Greg Roulette is in the house. Welcome, Dude, Greg. I'm- in the house, man. I'm excited it, to be here. It's going to be fun. In the house. Yeah. Well, you know, listen, I know you're a great speaker for one. And uh, listen, everybody today, get your journals out, get your pens, you know, ready to go because this guy has a lot of great ideas. I mean, he's a, you know, really great marketer, but he's launched something pretty cool. And I, you know, that's what we're going to talk about today because I think it's amazing. It's a big, big goal. And uh, he's got some lot of, a lot of great ideas to share with you guys. But before we get to Greg, I think, uh, you know, passing it over to Alan so he can say a few things uh, just to get things rolling here. And we're going to, you know, start with you, Alan, uh, and get Greg uh, moving on, uh, on the show today. Hey, great introduction. Thanks, Chris. Uh, once again, Greg, welcome to the show. Thanks for taking time out of your day, your week to uh to uh spend with us uh very much appreciated uh you have so much in the pipeline you have so much that you've racked up you have so many people that you have benefited um i don't really even know where to start except that you (laughs) have got your fingers in so many pies and uh, it's actually quite impressive from the entrepreneur standpoint, which is what a lot of our listeners are, whether they're full-time or part-time entrepreneurs, uh, whatever their industry might be, because we have a lot of different uh, folks from many different industries. So I know that everybody's going to be able to benefit from anything that you'd be able to give us today. But uh, Chris is right. I mean, you've got some big, huge goals and some big, huge things you're doing right now which for most people, like uh, Chris might say, already are moonshots. You know, you're going you're gonna to get them to pull their, uh, their thinking and their ideas and expand uh, how they normally operate. And I, I think that's fantastic, and we sure appreciate you doing that. Tell us a little bit about, um, and I'm going to get right into it because I'm just dying to know more, ambitious.com. Tell us more about that. Tell us how, kind of where it came from and how you got to where you're at. 
Yeah, so to do that, I'll, I'll take you guys back a little bit, and you'll notice I, I talk really fast, and that comes because when I was 16 years old, I wanted to be Master P. And if you don't know who <laughs> Master P is, uh, he was a hip-hop artist from New Orleans who, who started a record label called No Limit Records, and he essentially what he did is he started a record label, he signed himself to the record label, got a major distribution deal, and then signed everybody in his neighborhood to the record label. And at 16 years old, I'm like, dude, this guy's got the nice cars, he's got big gold chains, he's got the nice watches, he's got the girls like dude why don't i just do this i create a record deal for myself and then i'll sign all my neighbors to the record label and um i did that at 16 years old i started a record label called tamarack records i convinced my high school to let me out of school at noon every day to start this project and i got credit for it so my senior year of high school they let me out of school at noon i recorded my first album did it all myself self-funded Put it out, sold a thousand copies. I mean, imagine a 16, wow. 17 year old kid, you know, wow. selling a hundred copies of a CD on a Friday night at 10 bucks a piece. You make a grand on a Friday night. Like, you're the cool kid in high school, man. For um, sure. But, but I think the ambitious stuff started then. I mean, even just as a little kid growing up, and, and you know, Chris Allen, I'm sure you guys felt the same way. Like, you know, you saw yourself at seven, eight years old wanting to be a pro baseball player, a pro football player, or an actor, or an astronaut, or, a, you know, this really cool job that you, you put on a pedestal. And that part of me never died. Right, and so I went from wanting to be a pro athlete to being a rapper. I was fortunate enough; I did get to tour the country. I played in Madison Square Garden. I played in uh, the Knitting Factory in LA, everywhere and in between. And now those dreams they don't stop. But for so many people, they get to they get out of college and they go get the job or whatever the situation is. They get married, they get the kids, and they get really complacent with their life. And those big dreams turn into, oh my god, I can't wait till Friday so I can just turn on Netflix for like six hours and. That's not life to me, right? Now, trust me, there are days that all I freaking want to do is put on Netflix for an hour, right? But that's, but that's, but that's once. That's once every other month. That's once a month sure. when you're burnt mm -hmm. out because you've lived your life. Because you're going out and you're taking advantage of the abundance that's out there, as Peter Diamandis would say, there is an abundance of life happening. And I want to show people that. I want to show them that you know life's not over at 25. Life's not over at 30. Life's not over at 35. Life's not over at 40. I know, Chris, you're doing a, a complete reinvention of yourself right now, too, with your the new book you got coming out and kind of the, the things you're trying to do. At 45. At 45. At, I'm, at 45. I'm waiting for you to say 45. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought I wasn't going to make the cut. <laughs> <laughs> but you can reinvent yourself, right? Uh, there, there's a great quote. I think it's Benjamin Franklin. Franklin, uh, and I might misquote the, the Benjamin Franklin part, but he says that, you know, most people die at 25, but they're not buried until they're 60 or 70. And mm -hmm. I think that that's so true today, especially with, with, so I'm 33. So even younger than me, my, in Gen Y and my generation, uh, they take this thing out, the, the, the cell phone and they're, they're sitting there and they're just scrolling and scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And they're seeing their friends on Instagram. They're seeing their acquaintances that they went to high school doing cool stuff. And they go, and they're watching life pass them by mm -hmm. instead of creating their life. And, and that's really why we built Ambitious. The, the, the second half of that is that I believe, in, and Chris, I know you do, and Alan, you do as well, is that entrepreneurship really is the key to creating the life that you really want, right? Sure. If you want the flexibility, if you want the freedom, if you want the ability to dictate how you live your life, entrepreneurship is the key to that. So we want to teach, uh, or actually our new mission is right behind me. There's a whiteboard. You, you can't see it. It's off camera. Uh, that it says that we want to help 1 million people start a business before they turn 30 years old.
right? Mm-hmm. And this is really, really important to us. We want to see young people take the risks when they have the opportunity to, right? They have more freedom. They have flexibility. They have less overhead. They can make mistakes now, and it's okay, right? It's, you know, Chris, you mentioned, you know, we were just joking about the 45-year-old thing, but it's harder for you to take a risk now at 45 than for someone who's 23 right out of college where, you know, they're splitting an apartment with four people and they're paying 300 bucks a month rent. Like, God, I don't remember the last time I paid 300 bucks a month for rent. And, and so we really want to help people to start businesses, even if they don't become lifelong entrepreneurs. But to see that, you know what, you can design your life. You can go out and create opportunities for yourself. You can help people and solve problems and have a mission and, and do these incredible things. And so that's really what I'm passionate about is helping people to break out of the rut of watching life pass them by. And I personally believe that the best way to not let life pass you by is to start a business. And, and so those are really the two things that we're real passionate about. And that, that's why we've, we've gone out and started to build the platform under uh, ambitious.com. I love it. And, and just Sweet. the name ambitious is just such a powerful and and resonates with people and it's exactly what you're intending to do and i love the mission one million people start a business before the age of 30. you know what a great mission and that's you know that's bold and it's big and i love it and anything we can do to support that in fact you know my son is 22 so who do you think is going to listen to this podcast first (laughs) (laughs) a built-in audience i like it (laughs) You know, that's really exciting, Greg, and, and I love it. And in fact, you know, it, 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 this is a fact. I started my business at the age of 29. So I met the goal <laughs> if you, you know, uh, fast forward uh, quite a few yeah. years. But, um, you know, 29 for me was a time uh, that, quite frankly, uh, to your point about being involved in a corporation and letting life kind of pass me by. I had a lot of things happen to me at that time frame. Um, and, you know, quite frankly, you know, it was time for me to do something so that I can, you know, start to create and get involved. So thank you for, you know, that wonderful introduction. And I can't listen. I don't want to talk anymore. I just want to listen to you, uh, even though you're going, you know, super fast, but that's your style. And I think people can really, uh, you know, grab what you're saying and that energy that you're bringing. So uh, thanks for that. And, and you know, hip hop. Uh, tell us a little <laughs> bit about that, because, you know, again, I know you have uh, your own band. Um, in fact, if I'm correct, you've uh, you've resurrected some of that. If if I'm if I'm correct in hearing some of the things that uh, are, are buzzing out there. Yeah, well, because I'm bored, right? Running running four <laughs> companies and uh, you know, wife, two kids. I, I know you got some little ones too. You know, a three year old and a one and a half year old for me. And um, so I'm, I'm bored with all that. So um, uh, hey, Frank, actually, get some ambition, will you? <laughs> exactly. So. Um, <laughs> Well, actually, uh, so at our we have an event uh, every September, the Best Seller Summit that we do out in Hollywood, uh, California. And at the end of that, after we have a black tie event, everybody comes up, they get their award for becoming a best-selling author and all this great stuff. And uh, we throw a huge after party. We have an incredible musician that comes up, and every year I get up there, and you know, it, it's for our clients. I mean, these people are, are some of my best friends. Like Chris, I know we work together, and you know, you've become a friend more so than than, than a client or someone that we work with. And sure. you know, so I just go up there and I just have a blast. You know, I've, I've had a couple adult beverages, and uh, we get up and. You know, know just do a couple couple songs it's been fun and um you know uh, my partner jack's been encouraging me to get back to it do a little bit more to, to again it adds to the story it adds right. to i can tell people about who i am and what i do and uh actually one of our my my right hand man in my business uh he's 28 years old and he's just come down with uh stage four hodgkins uh for the second time in his life so he's now battling cancer second time at the age of 28 and uh, i wanted to do something to raise some money for him for his family and so we're actually putting together a concert uh, at the end of this month uh to do that it's it's one of those things 
so now I'll relate this back to, to, to business and to the listeners, right? Is that when you create a platform, whether you're a musician, you're an artist, you're an entrepreneur, you're a small business owner, when you have a platform, be it a blog, be it a podcast, be it a video show, be it live events, be it everybody comes to your coffee shop and drinks coffee, you have the ability to influence people, to persuade people, to get people to take action on what you do. And I know that I've built somewhat of a platform, right? And, and we're working to grow that platform even bigger. But I know that you know the people that subscribe to my email list, that, that watch my videos up on Facebook and YouTube, they, they listen to me. They, they, they trust me. They like what I do and they take my recommendations. And I wanted to use that platform now, not just for business purposes, but now for social good. Like, can I go and raise, you know, a, a couple thousand dollars at a concert for this guy? Can Absolutely. I go and put on a webinar um, mm -hmm. where I can teach people really cool stuff? And then at the same time, you know, can I raise a hundred thousand dollars for this guy? That is, that's the platform that I love. There's um. If you guys aren't familiar, I, I encourage everyone to go on Facebook and follow Humans in New York. If you're not following this, um, you, you really should. And the, the reason why is because this guy's built the platform just on Facebook. It's Humans in New York. He's a photographer, and he goes, and he photographs people and gets their stories in the city of New York. And within minutes, I'm talking minutes, he has hundreds of thousands of likes, tens of thousands of comments, people just pouring in support for, for refugees, for homeless people, for people that want to start a business. These people are getting loans. He's done some like Kickstarter-ish type campaigns uh, to raise money for schools and things and raising hundreds of thousands of dollars in minutes, not days, not weeks, not months. That wow. is the power of a media platform, right? I love it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's the Oprah effect, right? It, Oprah has yeah. a platform. Whatever she says, if she recommends a book, guess what? You sell a ton of books, right? Sure. And so when you build a platform as a business owner, you have the ability both to promote your services, right? So I have a big email list. If I have a new product, I can just go email them and say, hey, buy my product. You know, a little bit more better marketing, speaking, copy. But the gist of it is if I have a list of people that trust me, I can say, hey, I got a cool new thing. I bet you'd like it. Go check it out. If you have a podcast like, like you guys do, you're able to bring on guests and you're able to take the trust that you've built with your audience and the influence you have with your audience and say, hey, we got this Greg guy. He's pretty cool. You should listen to him. And you've built this trust with your audience to say, hey, guess what? We're going to go listen to Greg. Or hey, when, when Chris, when your book launches, you'll have built this platform. You say, hey, my book's ready to launch. Go check it out. Now, you can also use it for social good to raise money for causes, things like that. So one of the biggest business lessons I can give to anyone listening right now is think about the platform that you are trying to build for yourself, right? Instant power, instant credibility, building trust, building the brand. But it really there's, – there's so much positive that comes from building a platform. This is like my, my – outside of the ambitious stuff that I talk about, platform is my biggest, biggest thing, right? right? I know that. Mm -hmm. now and – now, Go Greg, ahead. I'm just going to interrupt you just for one moment because you're you're really on a, a hot topic here, because a lot of our uh, audience, um, as we'd mentioned earlier, are entrepreneurs, and they may not know exactly how to build a platform, and I know you teach that. So why I wanted to interrupt at this moment in time is just to you know give you a plug on how they can contact you, get involved, learn from you, because I certainly have, and I'm watching uh, you know everything that you send out and getting some really great ideas just from the free stuff that you send out. Now, I probably should start paying you some money. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll take it from you. Don't give me <laughs> You know, but, but let's face it. Um, you know, that's the good that Greg does is, you know, he knows that it will circle back because, again, he's built up that trust, that influence. And, you know, he's a great gentleman for that. But check out his stuff. How, Greg, how do they do that? Because I want you to keep going. But quickly, how do they, uh, how do they uh, find out how to learn from you? Yeah. 
Totally. So um, one of the, the cool things I do is I do uh, twice a month, I get on a live video, like a live streaming video, and I coach people on this stuff, how to build a media platform and how to market yourself and your business. Uh, and you also get a, a physical print newsletter. Imagine that. I, I'm a young kid and I send stuff to people in the mail, right? I love With it. Real paper mm-hmm. stamps. And, uh, and, and people love it. We have a couple hundred members. It's really great. And uh, if they go to uh, cxmelite.com, cxmelite.com, uh, you can get a 30-day uh, uh, trial membership for 9 bucks. So like the price of a coffee at Starbucks. You can get them for 30 days, show up to two of the live trainings, uh, get one of the newsletters in the mail. And uh, you know, if you think I'm cool, you'll stick around. If you don't think I'm cool, you won't stick around. And uh, there's no harm, no foul. I, it's a great group of people. I, 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 again, it, it's like a friendship thing. Like A lot of these people, like I want them to succeed more than I want myself to succeed and, and that's what we built uh, if they want to stick around from there it's like a hundred bucks a month and then uh kind of going back to the the my 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 uh, employee issue uh with his health concerns we are going to be doing a, a charitable type uh four-week training teaching people how to create a platform uh, i don't have all the details yet but uh if they find me on social media greg roulette they'll find out about that we'll be doing like a four-week live training and where all the proceeds go to pay his medical bills um uh, so we'll be I doing that, that 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 sometime soon as well so i, I, I appreciate you letting me plug that and uh yeah for sure yeah and, uh, you know what a nice gift to be we're able trying to, to do, do cool too. stuff good stuff and, and really just help people with what we're doing so greg that's fantastic that you've put together you know uh, an event and and a, and, a, and a specific course utilizing your influence with others and you know just again that's thank you for doing that because um again i think a lot of people would really love to be able to do that for people that and their loved ones and their friends that you know may be faced with the same situations in life yeah, and I think a lot of people want to do that. They want to give back. They want to be a part of the community. They want to be able to help people, but they haven't built the foundation of which that they can do that, right? So either they're in a job and you know the only person they can really ask is their boss, uh, or they're an entrepreneur, uh, business owner, and really all they have is you know their customers and their employees, and they haven't built what I'm calling here this media platform. And I think that it's so important that people take the time to do that because you know. You know, I, I know you guys do some cool production and stuff like that, but really, you can have a podcast by talking into a microphone into your computer, right? You Absolutely. can, you know, mm-hmm. you can use like mm-hmm. freeconferencecall.com on your way home from the office and talk and record yourself for thirty minutes on the drive home. You can, you know, get out your your iPhone that you pay you know a bunch of money for every month and and shoot some video. You can, you know, write words onto a free WordPress blog. So I, I think that a lot of people get hung up on technology they get hung up on costs they get hung up on i don't know where to start and and i think that if you take the time to overcome some of the technological barriers or take some of the technological barriers away and you get down to what do i have that I want to share with the world. What are, and, and this is one of the things I teach a lot of, is what are your opinions of authority? What are the things that you talk about that you take at the heart as fact, but really are just opinions, right? Um, that's what the best people that have media platforms in the entire world do. So I, 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 I talk about a lot of the big conservative talk radio guys, right? Um, the, the Glenn Becks of the world, the Rush Limbaugh's of the world, the Sean Hannity's of the world, uh, the Dave Ramsey of the world. Whether you love their messages or not, what they've been able to do is they, have built an audience of people who take every word that comes out of their mouth as fact, right? Whether Mm -hmm. you believe that is fact or not is irrelevant, but the people that listen to their show take that as fact. So what I want you to think about as you're listening to this right now is what do you believe in so wholeheartedly that you take as fact that you need to share with the world? Right. So for me, mm-hmm. my two messages that I take as that I personally believe are fact, even though they are opinions, is that everyone under the age of 30 should start a business. That is an opinion because most people will say, no, go to college, get job, buy house, 
you know, get credit card debt, you know, do all this stuff. I say, no, screw all that. Go and start a business. If you're under 30, start a business. That is an opinion of authority that I have. That's an opinion that I have, but because I have created the platform for myself, I can take that and people listen to me and they go, yes, that is what I should do, right? The other opinion from a business standpoint is that I think you, sh- you, you can't survive today without a media platform. Now, that is an opinion. Right? Because someone else is going to say you can't start a business without a Facebook post or you can't start a business without doing direct mail or whatever it is. I say you can't have a business today without a media platform. That is something that I take. To me, that is a fact. Right? But other mm-hmm. people are going to you know, have differing opinions on that. So what do you believe wholeheartedly and what are your thoughts about money, about success, about religion, about time, about productivity, about Whatever it is, if you're a dentist, what are the opinions that you have about how someone should treat their dental life? If you're a financial advisor, what are the opinions you have about how someone should invest their money? That's where you start. Start there because then it's easy because now you're talking from the heart. You're talking from something that you care about. You're talking from something that you're, you're passionate about. I know, uh, Chris, when we were, we were hanging out in the bus uh, leaving Google and Tesla together, I started talking to you about, uh, about your book and, and you said that the, the, one of the biggest things was like journaling. You believe that everyone should journal. Absolutely. Right? That, that's – but – while you construe that as something everyone must do, that is an opinion, right? Because other people say mm-hmm. no meditate or exercise or whatever, right? But you believe wholeheartedly in that because that's what changed your life. That's what got you to the successful place that you have. It's easy for you to talk about that. It's authentic. You're not having to BS anyone. You're not having to, you know, fake it for the camera. You're like, no, like journal, journal every freaking morning or whatever your your strategy okay. is. But it's you're authentic then, and people are going to be magnetically attracted to that. And that's when you, you're able to build that platform, you're able to build that authority, you're able to build that trust with an audience. It's when you come from that place of authenticity of something that you really believe in. Like I truly believe in a media platform and I've done it. I've done it like a couple dozen times now with different podcasts and video shows and blogs and email lists and Facebook pages. Like I've done it. It's, it's not something, it's not theory. It's not so, I, like I bust my chops and I've done this in, in industries that aren't make money online or you know teach you how to grow a business. I, I used to teach musicians how to market themselves online. Like that's like the worst market ever. <laughs> Because no musician wants to spend money to market themselves online. And I, I did it successfully for a very long time. I sold bird feeders. I sold hammocks. Like, I've, I've done weird stuff. Um, <laughs> and uh, all of them centered around a media platform. And, and so, again, as you're listening to this, the lesson is what do you feel so passionately about that is that you believe is fact that you can start a platform based around? And, and I think that's where people need to start. The second piece of that, and you guys cut me off at any time, but I'm, I'm just oh, rocking. You're on a roll. This is great. Um, You've nice. answered four questions I had already. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so then the second piece of that as you're building a media platform is, is what platform, right? So you say, all right, cool. I'm super passionate about journaling, right? But now you need to pick a platform. And I really recommend that people really just start with one because they – you, you see the Facebook posts all the time. They're like, I'm going to start a new daily video show and a three times a day blog and I'm going to tweet 30 times a day. And they, they like make these grand ambitions. And then after like three days, they stop doing it. And, and I think it's because they bite off more than they can chew. So in the beginning, I say pick one platform. And there's three basic ways to get your message across. You can write it, you can talk about it, or you can be on video. Right, and those are the three I want people to focus on. Now, within those, there's a lot of different uh, different media pieces, right? So, if you're going to talk it, you can start a podcast, but you can also get on a radio show, right? I did a radio show here in Orlando for six months. You know, incredible way to get in front of an audience. If you're doing video, you could do a YouTube video, you could do a Periscope video, you could do Facebook video, you could do your own blog type thing. Uh, if you're going to write, you could do a paper newsletter. I do paper newsletters, but I also have an email list. I also have blogs. So. 
out of all of that, pick the one. And I always say pick the one that's most comfortable for you. Like if you don't like being on video, don't start a video show, right? If you don't like writing, don't write. If you, there's, there's honestly, there's not one that's better than the other podcasts. I, I do in one of my presentations, I say like podcasts are like so hot right now. Like everyone's doing podcasts, but it's not for everyone. It, but just because podcasts are hot right now, doesn't mean that people aren't reading blogs. People aren't reading blogs because your content sucks because you're not a good writer, right? You know, people are watching your videos because you're boring on video. So find the media or the medium that you're comfortable at, that you're good at. I don't think that there's one better than the other, but like Dave Ramsey is freaking really good on the radio. Like mm -hmm. he is really, really good on the radio. That probably doesn't come across as well in, in a written format, right? So he sticks to what he's good at. I'm a big purveyor of, of play to your strengths as opposed to get better at your weaknesses. No, play to your strengths. If you're great at just getting on the phone and talking to somebody, start a podcast, right? If you're great at you know staying up till four in the morning, banging on keys, then write. If you love being on video, get on video. So, so find that topic that you are so passionate about that you have an opinion of authority around and then pick one platform and go all in. Now, this isn't uh, started today and it's going to be a, a mountain of success tomorrow. It is a slog. It is a long-term in the trenches, building it out thing. But you will have that platform like I have for my buddy Dan, like Humans of New York is built, like Oprah's built that you guys are building on your podcast. You will do that if you pick to something you're very strong and opinionated and you can build people that believe in your cause. And I think that is like my number one key to success right now. That's amazing. Fantastic. And, um, you know, I'm just going to say one thing. And I, I know, Alan, you've, you're itching for a couple of questions here. But, you know, you heard it. When you're passionate about something and you have a strong opinion, then, you, you know, you're coming across authentic. And I, and I think that that, you know, you get to step back and, and, and think about. And on your point about different, uh, you know, modalities of, of going out there and creating a media platform, you know, I'm just, I enjoy all three and I, I do a little bit of, you know, uh, all of them. But, I, you know, I certainly love being on uh, this radio show and, and doing these things. So it seems to take up a lot more of my time. So there is that essence of doing a little bit of other things uh, that you can do um, in order to put a blog out once a month, but you have a podcast five times, a, you, know, you know, a month or something. So you can have both and, and Greg, those work in conjunction with each other, I would imagine, because it just spreads your, uh, your message even further. Uh, would you agree with that? Yeah, 100%. So, so what I just gave was the primer for how to get started, right? right? So as you start growing that base, 100% they play to each other because, you know, some, again, people consume content in different places. Some consume it on Facebook, some like it via email, some like it via Twitter, some like it via, you know, wherever their consumption place is. And they do all feed off each other. So like for Ambitious, I'll post a 15 second uh, sponsored ad on Facebook that will lead back to, you know, a landing page for a longer video where I'm getting an email address and then I'm sending emails to them. And then my paid subscribers are now going to get a, a print newsletter. So they do all play with each other as you grow the platform. What I think is people People think that they need all of that on day one, right? And I and gotcha. I, gotcha. I, I I don't think that you can do that on day one because you do spread yourself too thin. But once you've got traction on one, yes, then you add in the second vertical. So yeah. Dave Ramsey, great example, right? I love I love Dave from a business model standpoint. Don't always agree with him on the other stuff, but from a business model standpoint, on the radio, five days a week, three hours a day, right? right. That's fifteen hours a week. Like I don't talk to my wife for fifteen hours a week, right? So if you're listening to Dave every day, he is building this foundation. But then he sends you back to the website, and on the website he has articles, he's got subscription sites, uh, he's also got books that he can send you to. He does live events, he has the entree leadership stuff. So he uses the one channel, radio, 
and then feeds them to all the different spokes. And I think that if you're looking for a model, that's a great one to uh, to, to kind of look at from the outside coming in. Um, but but you're 100% right. They all feed off each other, but you got to start in one place. Build that base and then expand from there because otherwise you're going to spread yourself too thin and you're not going to see traction and you're going to be like, man, I've been doing this for like two months and i got six readers and I, I should probably give up. Sure, and you lose mm-hmm. uh, you know maybe some motivation and, and some momentum on that. So thanks for clearing that up. Alan, take us uh, take us away. Yeah, fantastic stuff, Greg. You're talking. You're talking about uh, at least how I see this is it, to a degree. You're you're mentally mastering something that you're good at. Now you may not actually truly master it, but you feel comfortable with it. You like it. You're able to implement it. People are able to follow you, and you're starting to build your platform. You're starting to build your exposure. You're starting to build people that follow you because of your relatability, your honesty, your transparency, and so forth, and your mission, your statement, and uh, the things that you believe in. Let's talk now, if you could, about as you get those things set up, what are your thoughts? And I know a number of people have asked me this and, and I know what I tell them but I, I, I really want to hear what you think on collaboration of ideas and collaboration of uh, business uh, uh, possibilities and so forth what do you say to somebody uh, when, it, when they ask you about collaboration is it a good thing and how do I implement that or where do I go to get it and how do I get it so I'm going to answer the question in a way that I feel like I'm, I can expertly answer the question. And uh, with building a platform, the best way to, I think, expand your reach, the people that you can impact through your platform, is through the involvement of other people, right? There are bar none, the best traffic traffic and traction we've gained with every platform I've ever been on is when I get other people involved in the process. So a uh, tangible example, we uh, on ambitious.com, we write about a lot of different small businesses. We, we interview people, we, we do features, we go and we do video at their place. And we do look for people that have large social followings, right? I look for somebody that has a lot of Twitter followers or Instagram followers or has a big, big platform uh, because I want, I want access to their network, right? So like even me being on your podcast today, um, when it's done and it's up, you're going to send me the link and guess what? Well, I'm going to put it on Facebook. I'm going to tweet about it. I might put it in my newsletter. I might grab a couple quotes from it and create some quote cards for Instagram. You're going to, you're going to get in traffic because of my platform. And so if you're interviewing one person a week, that gets you four times the reach than if you were just doing it yourself. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's, re- that's really big. Um, so from a collaboration standpoint, uh, I think and as a stubborn entrepreneur, it took me a long time to realize that I can't do it by myself, right? Mm-hmm. I can't do it mm-hmm. uh, alone, that I need help, that I need guys like you to say, hey, Greg, we'd love to have you on the show because now I get access to new places because I might spark an idea and you guys might hit me up tomorrow and be like, hey, uh, on the podcast you were talking about this, I can help you with that or I have an idea for that or I- I'd love to introduce you to this guy who we had on the show a couple of weeks ago. The When I talk to some of my friends uh, growing up that that we started businesses and stuff together, we always say like, dude, when when we sell our company for, you know, $50 million, $100 million, I want all my friends to be there with me because it sucks to be at the beach on Tuesday by yourself, Mm -hmm. right? You, mm-hmm. We are a, a collaborative society. That's why we have partners. It's why we have spouses. It's why we have kids. It's why we have best friends. And business shouldn't be treated any differently. You should have people around you that are pushing you to go forward. Uh, the concept of the mastermind. But, but even through your media platform, bringing it back to that, involvement of other people is how you're going to get further faster. Right? Yeah, sure, you can buy more, more ads. You can buy more PPC traffic. You can buy more Facebook ads. You can 
do all that stuff. But nothing is better. So we did a we did an article. We we went out and we interviewed Ashlyn Harris, who is the backup goalie for the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team. They had a game here mm -hmm. in Orlando, and we got mm -hmm. down and we interviewed her. She's got a million plus Facebook followers, two million plus Twitter followers, right? Wow. So she tweets. If she just tweeted once about us, it'd be awesome. She tweeted the thing four or five times. Uh, she went out on Facebook and just posted about it. And you know, within minutes that day, in a twenty-four hour standpoint, we had sixty thousand people read that one article. Wow. Right. Whereas if I just posted something and said some of the similar things, we'd have five thousand people, ten thousand people. So now, imagine if you multiply that. What if you did one interview like that every single day? So now sixty thousand times thirty. Well, now you have a very, very big site. You mm -hmm. have a lot of eyeballs. And if you're doing a good job of capturing that, turning those into email subscribers or however you want to communicate with them, um, the collaboration aspect of this whole thing is the multiplier effect. It is the way to 10x your business. It's the way to 10x your platform is by involving other people, uh, even to other standpoints. So we do a lot of print newsletters for our clients. I have a, a real estate agent. We do a print newsletter for her. She sends it to all of her clients. And in every single one of her, her newsletters, we interview a local nonprofit that she donates money to. We also interview someone that she works with in her business. Uh, so a real estate agent might, uh, might work with a, a stager or uh, they might work with a contractor or they might work with a title company or a specific mortgage broker. So every month we interview one of them. And guess what? She takes she prints an extra hundred of those newsletters and gives them to that mortgage broker now what does the mortgage mm -hmm. broker do the mortgage broker gets it out to all her best customers and who are her best customers people that are buying houses right and and so right. involving other mm -hmm. people and getting them involved is the great multiplier of a media platform fantastic we're done <laughs> that, was, that is incredible just incredible you know i'm I'm here caught taking a whole bunch of notes oh yeah and just uh, again you know we always suggest that you know when you come to our show this is a learning platform and greg you know thank you so much for bringing you know ideas to the table um spewing off you know different things that you can get started on uh, taking advantage of your, you know, car ride home and you can talk to yourself and record it. Uh, you know, just incredible things that you're you're throwing out there. And, you know, Greg, uh, I have to put it out there because, again, we could talk to you all day long and, and there's lots of things to talk to you about. But I'd love for you to come back sometime this year, uh, 2016, and, and share again uh, because I definitely want to hear about your, uh, your big ambitious goal and your bold, uh, you know, uh, mission of you know helping a million people uh start a business between before they're 30 and I'd, I'd love to get caught up on that so please come back uh you know when you uh when you when you uh when you can and i know you're busy busy doing a lot of things yeah, well i like you. like us to be a part of that i'd like us to help you out in any way we can to be able to help you visualize that even if we're just a small piece absolutely and again, like I said earlier, I'd love to help because every, you know, it, it just creates that momentum. And I, and I think that's what's fun. And I think that's what's fun about the entrepreneurship aspect and us going out. Like next week, we're cutting, uh, we're going out to a, a business that was started by a University of Florida graduate. Uh, they're 24 years old. They've grown from zero to five million in 18 months within organic uh, beauty companies, so like organic skincare stuff and, and things of that nature, and just shaking up the landscape. And it's contagious. So in 18 months, A, he's gone from zero to five million sales. But guess what? He's also employed. 30 people in the local community mm -hmm. that might not have had jobs. Uh, B, he's going the all organic and natural route. So that's impacting the suppliers and that's impacting entrepreneurship impacts and affects so much stuff 
that it, it, it's just crazy. We are, we're in the talks right now. We're about to, to shoot a pilot for a reality show. Where we're going to do a travel show. Uh, but, you know, most travel shows are seen through the eyes of the food. But right. we're going to do a travel show from the eyes of the entrepreneur because the entrepreneur is the one who is in the community. They're building the buildings. They're hiring the people. They're, they're, they have vendor relationships. They're going out to lunch in the community. And we want to see cities and towns all throughout the world through the eyes of the people who are building the city and the town. And so we're going out and we're doing that. And I think that's going to be contagious because they're going to see, like, you know, this guy who opened a coffee shop. He's a military veteran who just came back from Iraq and you know, uh, got his GI Bill, and he did this, and he did that, and he went, and he built this small coffee shop, and now a dollar from every you know cup goes back to Wounded Warrior, and he's built this great foundation. He does really, like that's the person I want to share because that's infectious. That because, is amazing because Not someone goes, "Hey, I want to do that too," and I want to help him to be able to do that. And, and Christopher, you know, just because you and I have spent time together, and I'm sure Alan, you have the same view. Is like this stuff is contagious. Like For sure. again, going back to authenticity, like you guys can't really see me right now, but I'm jacked up. Like, I, like this is <laughs> we can I'm hear not it. Having, yeah, we like I'm not having just to hear it. Yeah, we can like, hear I'm not it. Having to stretch for this. Like I'm excited to talk about this, and and when you get talking about businesses and the ideas start flowing, like it is contagious. And I think that's where the the, the million person thing comes from. Is like I don't need to to get in front of a million people. I can get in front of a hundred thousand people, and they're going to share it so much that we're going to get to those million people I because it. it is contagious. It's the butterfly effect. It's the steamroll. And so for yeah. Sure. I'd love for you guys any any way that you can you know just introduce me to young entrepreneurs or or feeding the mission because it's uh, I truly do. believe it's it, it it it's a solution to eradicate poverty it's a solution to get people out of bad situations it's uh, you know it's 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 really it's also the solution to ADD like all these kids with ADD and ADHD the solution is entrepreneurship that's sure. it's the entrepreneur gene I, I'm a true believer in that there's a a great book uh, by the ADD the ADHD entrepreneur out there and it, it talks about ADHD being the entrepreneur drug and so it's a way to eradicate that I mean. Anyway, I could go on and on as you could hear. No, but, uh, I love it. And, and you know, not to mention, and I love up. your idea, uh, you know, and it's true. And, and not to mention what you're going to do is you're actually highlighting all the people that make the food, <laughs> you know, and create <laughs> yeah. all that food. So that's fantastic. And, uh, you know, what a, what a great idea. And, you know, another point I just want to make, and, and, and we didn't touch on it, um, but anything we can do with your concert and, and what you're doing for mm -hmm. your friend, please let us know. Uh, happy to contribute, get the message out there, and do anything we can to uh, to help that cause. Thank you. Um, I appreciate that. Absolutely. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll circle back uh, after on that uh, piece. But, you know, I have to ask you a question, Greg, because obviously you're, you know, you're, you're, you're just full of energy and you've got um, such a passion about doing a lot of things. And, you know, I know that you give back. And I just like to highlight that because you've got a lot of great business ideas, a lot of great ways to, to make money and a lot of ways to utilize the things that you've learned. But I also know that you've got a huge heart and I know that, um, along with your, you know, your partners, um, you guys are doing some extraordinary things to give back. And can you highlight something there just again to highlight mm -hmm. Um, you know, who you guys are and specifically, you know, your involvement, Greg, would be would be awesome. Totally. So this actually comes at a really good time. I just came back from the Dominican Republic about a week and a half ago. Uh, we were down there uh, with an organization by the name of Esperanza. And this goes to to talk about the strength and power of entrepreneurship. So Esperanza was founded by a former Major League Baseball player, Dave Volley. He played for the uh, Seattle Mariners. He's now the color commentator for the Mariners. And when uh, he was trying to get into and break into the big leagues, he would go play winter ball down in the Dominican Republic. And when he would, uh, you know, finish the game, he would see the kids outside. And, you know, being from the U.S., you'd think that they all want his autograph. Right, you see the little kids with their hand up. You think that they want an autograph. What they really wanted was food, and it really struck him. And uh, he was with a girlfriend at the time, who then became his wife. And 
Uh, so they bought him some chickens and, and some food for that night, and they got to eat. But as they went home and they sat in their hotel that night, they knew that that was just a one-night fix because tomorrow they still need to eat again. And they came up with this concept, and then they didn't come up with the concept, but they really built it down the DR of uh, micro-lending. And what they do is they give small loans, about $250 US to women entrepreneurs, so the female entrepreneurs, to help them to start a business. And these businesses range everything from, you know, they take the $250, one of them uh, bought a pig, uh, bought a pig for like $60 uh, US dollars, and uh, she would feed it for like six, nine months, get it to the right size, and then she would sell the pig for like $600. And so, but you got to think that $250 now needs to last to buy the food, to buy the upkeep, mm -hmm. to pay the bills, uh, and also repay the loan, you know, during that process. So while the pig only costs $60, well, it's got to eat and yada, yada. And um, they have a, they, they, they've helped thousands of people start businesses in the Dominican Republic, all female-based entrepreneurs, uh, because wow. the women will, the, the women is, and so we're three dudes talking right now, but the women will take the money and give it back to the family and pay mm -hmm. the bills and keep the overhead up and get food and clothing and shelter everyone, uh, they found that the men will go and they'll go to the bar and they'll go get drinks or they'll go out to the club or they'll go buy an iPhone, you know, the stupid stuff that we do, right? So... But uh, but it, but it's incredible. And so we went down there. We filmed a documentary about the generational effects of women down there. And so this organization has been down there for 19 years, 18, 19 years. And so that means grandma got the loan 18, 19 years ago, started the business, passed the business down to the daughter. The daughter now has wow. a daughter who is from the profits of the business now going to college for the first time. And they're actually going to break the cycle of poverty through entrepreneurship. So from a $250 loan 18 years ago to now sending grand grandkids to college, to university, to become doctors, to become engineers, to become, again, it's using entrepreneurship to break the cycle of poverty. And so we went down there, we're, we're, we're filming a documentary for the organization uh, that uh, we crowdfunded through some of our top clients uh, that we put our own money into. A lot of the proceeds from our book sales go into the, the funding of the films and different things. And we're going to give it as a gift to Esperanza that then they can use uh, to go get more donations and, and, and things to, to, fund the, to fund the stuff. But again, it centers all around that mission of, of entrepreneurship being the the great equalizer in the world. And uh, that's just one of the small things we've done. You know, over the past couple of years, we built entrepreneurship centers and orphanages. We, we go down and we build computer labs at, at, at different places. Um, again, it's the idea that that knowledge, that information, and that starting a business um, has the ability to, to change your life. And it doesn't have to be a $50 million idea, a $100 million idea. For most people around the world, $100 a month, $500 mm -hmm. a month business. For many people in the United States, if you can help them make just an extra $1,000 of discretionary income, that would change your life. An extra $1,000 that wasn't going towards bills would mm -hmm. radically change the lives of millions of Americans. They could not worry about you know what, what they're going to eat for dinner that night. They could pick up a bar tab for their friends. They could go get that hotel room. Hell, you can get a freaking Porsche you know, for like $1,000 mm -hmm. a month if that's what you wanted. And so you know, that's where entrepreneurship lies. You can go and work your day job nine to five and go to the farmer's market and sell your tomato sauce and make an extra $500 every single weekend, $1,000 every weekend. What would that do to change your life? And so that, that's kind of the work that, that we really want to share with Ambitious. And, and that's some of the charitable work that we do on that side as well. That's amazing, Greg. And, and I'm glad, uh, you know, I asked that question because it was, you know, something that a lot of times, um, you know, we talk about business, but, you know, I know that you guys have some amazing things you've been doing, and, and I'm glad you uh, highlighted that. Thank you very much. Definitely, man. Alan, where are we going oh, next? Fantastic. Uh, we're, we've been all over the place. I mean, I... <laughs> 
I'm not sure it. exactly what you haven't hit. I mean, I, I love the, the philanthropic ideas that uh, entrepreneurship can bring. And I know that I talk a lot about that and I coach a lot about that, that uh, I believe that uh, you know, techno-philanthropy is going to be the next way to help solve a lot of these problems. And by proof of what you're doing right now, it's an idealistic showing of how possible that is and how easy that is, how simple that is when you have the platform. So the platform is not only for you, it's for what you can do. And I realize that's not a question, but I honor you for not only doing that, but for building that that idealistic platform and showing people how to do it and that it's achievable and doable at various scales. Yeah. So and I, just and, thanks, Greg, for, for doing that, man. I, I honor you for doing that. Thanks, man. I, I appreciate it. And I appreciate you guys having the platform so that I can, uh, so I can do this. You know, uh, I appreciate you guys and what you're building and what you're, what you're accomplishing. And, uh, it, it, it's just great to hear more people spreading that message. That's fantastic. And, you know, again, we're going to have Greg back on the show uh, in 2016. I'm just going to reiterate a couple of things for everybody just so that they can go and check out uh, Greg and, and what he's got going on. Ambitious.com. Check out the great post. Check out my post. I put one in there as well. Um, <laughs> exactly. My, and it was good. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I not near hit some of the numbers the, the young lady did uh, the other day, but I certainly saw a huge jump. Uh, just speaking of the um, the ability to reach out to others, and thank you for uh, you know having me on that because it was uh, it was awesome. Um, but you know, check out ambitious.com. Uh, you know, learn from Greg at cxmelite.com. Uh, it's an awesome place to go there, and you know, obviously, he's given away a huge value to get started, and you can probably learn so much just in 30 days alone. But I know if you follow Greg. Uh, you know, as well, you're going to get a ton of value just from the things he does. Um, so sign up for the newsletters and uh, make sure you're seeing Greg uh, come in your email box and you'll, you'll get the trust factor that we're talking about today. And because he, he doesn't, you know, he lets it loose. I mean, you can learn a ton from him. Um, as I'd mentioned earlier, you know, Greg, as we're coming to the end of the show, we always love to, um, you know, leave our audience with something uh, of great wisdom. And you certainly at a young age, sir, have, uh, you know, gathered some great wisdom. And, and, you know, it's because I know, and I know particularly, you circle yourself with some amazing people yourself. Not only in the mastermind that you guys have created, but just the uh, ability to get yourself around, um, you know, you and your partner, Nick Nanton, and, and having that ability to be around a guy like, you know, Peter Diamantis, for example. Um, Tony Robbins and you know the, the list goes on and you guys have had an uh, amazing uh, opportunity to do that can you leave our audience today with one bold move we like to call it something that they can focus on and I know you've done a lot already just starting out the show and, and it could be the same thing as well but I just want you to leave our audience today with something where you know they can ponder think about and actually take some action on so that they can start seeing their life improve and that's what this is all about yeah, and it's kind of going to be a reiteration of some of the stuff that I talked about because it is truly what I believe in. But so the one bold action is to create one piece of content that is worth someone else's time to consume, right? So what that means is don't create a throwaway podcast episode just because you had to create one this week. Don't write a blog post because so you read some social media thing where you got to post one post a week. Don't whatever it is like we have a going back to Peter. So I'm actually hanging out with Peter uh, Sunday night. I'm hosting a red carpet um, uh, for his movie premiere out in LA. And uh, he said a quote in the movie and he said it to president Clinton at the global, uh, the Clinton global initiative. And he said that 
he was holding up a cell phone and he said that an African soldier in the jungles of Africa has more access to information than President Clinton did during his time in the Oval Office. That's amazing. Right? There, there are no excuses if you have ambitions, right? There are no excuses. If you want to learn how to like shoot a video, well, go to freaking YouTube and, and go in the search bar and say how to film a video. You know, like there are no more excuses. There was a great guy that we highlighted on ambitious.com. Uh, his name's Prince Harvey. He was a hip hop artist from New York City. He lived in a house with like eight or ten other people. I mean, uh, poor, no money, all this stuff. He was recording his album on an Apple computer and uh, the hard drive blew, right? So here's what most people would do in that situation I'll just wait until I get another computer. Uh, wait till I get my tax check back and I'll use that to get a new computer. Uh, wait till another opportunity comes up. Prince Harvey changed his mindset and said, I have something worth sharing with the world. I have songs that I need to be heard because I know they'll change people's lives. So brighten up someone's day. He got on a bus for 45 minutes to and from every single day, drove to the Apple store for 90 days, three months, 90 days, went into the Apple store and recorded the album in the Apple store on one of the computers that was in the store. So imagine like grandma's next to you, like looking at the iPhone. You got this dude who's just and he's freestyle, but he recorded all the beats, all the instrumentals and unbelievable. It's the determination. So mm -hmm. create something that's worth someone's time to consume. I, I, I will have a lot of intern writers, freelance writers, and they write something. And I say, are you proud enough of this piece to share it with your friends on Facebook? Are you proud enough of the content that you're creating that you want your friends to see this? And if not, then you're not creating something with enough heart, with enough passion, with enough sincerity, with enough authenticity. So my, my bold move is to create something that's worth someone's time to consume. Time it. is the most valuable resource that we all have, right? You're spending, we're like 50-something minutes into this podcast. If you spent 50 minutes with me and Chris and Alan today, it better have been worth your time because you could have been watching Lost or, or, or listening to <laughs> Oprah or checking out Dave Ramsey. But no, you're choosing to spend an hour with us. I love that. And so are yeah, you creating something for someone else's time? And we'll, leave. We'll, we'll drop the mic there. <laughs> yeah. Mic it's drop. a great place go. to drop it, Greg. And, you know, <laughs> thank you for sharing that because, uh, again, you're absolutely right on the timepiece. And, uh, well, we want to thank you, for, obviously, for your time today. Totally, man. I, I appreciate you guys. And this has been fun. It's got me charged up. I got to go do a, a video interview after this. And now I'm all jacked up and ready to go. So it Excellent. worked. Glad we could contribute. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, absolutely. So, Alan, why don't you take us away? Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart, Greg. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, I continued friendship for a long time to come. Appreciate all your help and your support and uh, just, uh, you know, taking it out. Uh, taking that time out uh, to show that as well. And, and that's one thing I love about you is you're always willing to help. Uh, so, you know, everybody, you, you heard it here. Greg gave a ton of great stuff and he'll be back uh, again in, in, you know, sometime this year when we can find a little bit more time with him. Fantastic, Greg. You know, the, the biggest thing I could, the biggest compliment I can give you is that I'm 54 and I wish I knew you before I was 30. <laughs> that would make you nine. I understand, and it, you, you know, would be a challenge. But thank you so much. There are so many, uh, so much lives that you're impacting and that you have impacted. And you know, we're just humbled to be able to, you know, be around to be able to foster and promote you. Thank you so much for being on the show. I'm going to say thank you for all of our listeners because I think they got thumbs up today. And um, you know, we sure want you back on. We're going to promote you. Uh, let us know what we can do with um, any and all of your events and uh, all the charities and all the things that you're doing because that's really what this is all about. It's about that collaboration and that friendship. So thank you. Uh, Chris, 
as usual, fantastic. Thanks, buddy. Uh, I love working with you. This has been a great show. Greg, thanks again. Uh, Chris, roll us out. Right back at you, my friend. Thank you, Greg, and thank you, everybody, for listening. Come to uh, iTunes and uh, you know, give us a rating and, and some comments, and we'll continue to spread the good word uh, to everybody that we can help. Uh, so it wouldn't be a show without me saying, do something nice for someone today. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.